you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn to 2 Timothy. Uh, we're going to look at a couple passages here in 2 Timothy. Uh, but before we do that, uh, there was an International Business Times article in 2016 uh, that was titled, Five Reasons Chick-fil-A is So Popular. Five reasons why Chick-fil-A was so, is so popular. And, and here, here's the list that it gives. Number five is because the company often, their controversial religious and social statuses actually help business. Right? They're not opened on Sundays, of course, and so that drives uh, a lot of people's interests. And uh, back then, the CEO even made a controversial stance, of course, on, on what he believed Christian values were on marriage. And so a lot of people say, I like Chick-fil-A because of their stances on religious uh, items. And number four was because of brand loyalty. Right? Brand loyalty matters. Uh, the people recognize the, these, uh, these commercials, right? Eat more chicken, right? We, we, these are hilarious. Uh, they're, they're cute. Uh, we like these. And the logo, of course, is recognizable, right? So number, that was number four. Number three is because they have good gimmicks. You know, if one has ever opened in your area, you know, usually like the t- first 100 people through the door get free meals. Uh, and people love ordering from the apps. Uh, I can remember that's kind of the very first restaurant that uh, might have done something like that. So it has good gimmicks. Number two, a Chick-fil-A courts families. Right? Uh, I guess that's one of the reasons why they have such short lines. Because they know that you know, families uh, need time together and so they want to get you in and out. And so, uh, so they court families and they also have these family activity nights from time to time. But here's the number one reason. The number one reason why Chick-fil-A is so popular is because people love their chicken sandwiches and waffle fries. That's quite a shock, isn't it? Well, not really, uh, but it's not the gimmicks that get people to come back, but it's the food, right? Their bread and butter. That's what makes them so popular. Their main thing is chicken sandwiches, and they know how to make chicken sandwiches. You know, sometimes you and I, we forget what the main thing is. I was going through a, a magazine last night, a Sports Illustrated from 1984 that someone gave to me because there was a Detroit Tiger on the cover, and you know I'm a Tigers fan, but I was looking through this magazine just kind of reminiscing, and as I was going through there, I counted eight cigarette ads, full-page cigarette ads, six full-page liquor ads, and I'm thinking to myself, is this a sports magazine or or not you know because i sort of forgot through uh getting through it because of all of those ads maybe you've ever been at a dinner time right and you know the the turkey is supposed to be the main dish but you know man those sides look pretty good right sometimes we forget the main thing is the main thing and so tonight this of course being my last uh opportunity to give a devotional i was thinking uh what i wanted to deliver to you right what did i wanted to end it uh, what did I want you to remember? What is the last thing you want me to, uh, or I, I want to hear me say to you? And uh, in Second Timothy chapter four, verses six through eight, these are words that you know often in times like these people will read, will preach sermons on. Uh, Paul writes here in Second Timothy chapter four, verses six through eight: For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. And in the future, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also who have loved his appearing. And we know that the Apostle Paul was writing this while he was imprisoned. He's close to death. I mean, you can hear the executioner sharpening his sword. And again, a lot of farewell sermons are based on these passages here. But I want us to back up to chapter 2. I want us to look at one 
a different verse here, uh, not often mentioned uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 8. But notice here, and I'll put this up here on the board if you want to follow along here. But Paul writes here, remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, descendants of David, according to my gospel, for which I suffer hardship, even to imprisonment as a criminal. But the word of God is not imprisoned. For this reason, I endure all things for the sake of those who are chosen, so that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus and with it eternal glory. And I just love that very first part of that verse, the very first verse, remember Jesus Christ. You know, this is Paul, the Apostle Paul, writing to this preacher, Timothy. And he's not, listen, he's not saying, remember Jesus Christ as if he's going to forget him, right? That's his ministry. That's his job to, to preach Jesus. But here's the idea behind that, that, that phrase. Here, here's why it's so significant, because uh, he's saying to keep in mind, to think of, right? It's a present tense verb, which means you're continually doing it, right? Remember Jesus Christ. Paul saying, in essence, always keep the Lord burning brightly in your heart. Remember to keep the main thing, the main thing. Why are you here tonight? Why are you going to be coming back on Sunday? Why do you serve? Why do you love? Why do you show compassion? As the little boy in Bible class found out one day, the answer is always Jesus. Remember Jesus Christ. And so when people come here, right, when, when people come here, they should expect to hear nothing but Jesus. Right, 1 Corinthians 2, 2, for I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul wrote again in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 5, for we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord. Chick-fil-A is great at making chicken sandwiches, probably the best. That's why they're so popular. That's why they excel as a company. They keep the main thing, the main thing. And friends, if you are a Christian this evening, you're a follower of Christ. You're, you're an image bearer of Christ. Your main thing is to promote that to others in this community. And no one should ever have to say to us, remember Jesus Christ, because that should be on the fore front of our minds at all times. Colossians chapter three, verse four, Paul writes, Christ, who is our life. He's our life tonight. And maybe if he's not, then maybe at this moment, it's a time for us to change our ways, right? It's put Christ first in our lives. And maybe if that's something that you want to change tonight, to, be, to become more uh, of a Christ follower, to recommit your life to him. Or maybe you've never put your faith in him. You've never done what the Bible said, what we read about in the first century that those who became Christians did. That they believed that Jesus was the Son of God. That they were told to repent of their sins. And they were told to confess him as Lord. And, and then they were baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. Again, maybe you've never done that here this evening. And maybe you want to become a Christian. Again, just like they did in the first century. To put Christ number one in your life. And we would love the opportunity to help you with that. We're about to sing a song of invitation. And if we can help you with that this evening, we would love nothing more than to do that. Or again, maybe you're, um, maybe, again, maybe you're, you are a Christian. But again, Jesus just, he hasn't been number one. He hasn't been the main thing in your life. And maybe you want to recommit to that, to put him number one. And we want to pray for you and to help you. And we, let us know as together we stand and sing this song of invitation.